Hi, I'm Jennifer Ackerman Haywood, and you're listening to the Craft Sanity Podcast. This is a weekly interview show that is all about art, craft, and creativity. I produce it in the hope that it will help all of us live long and crafty lives. So let's get to it, folks. It's time to craft sanity. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 64 of the Craft Sanity Podcast. I'm looking forward to producing more shows in 2008. Kind of fell off the weekly podcast schedule in order to get in shape and train for a marathon. And while it was worth it, I sure did miss doing this show every week. I'm telling you that because I want you to hold me accountable. I do better when I make public my goals. Anyway, I don't want to stall too long here. I want to get right to the interview that I recorded a little while back with Susan B. Anderson. She is the author of Itty Bitty Hats, was her first book, and Itty Bitty Nursery is her second book. She has made a couple stops in Grand Rapids. Uh, She toured through on her book tour with her first book, and that's when I met her at a Schuler bookstore here in town. And we ended up going to lunch the next day, and uh, then I interviewed her for the podcast, and that was back, oh boy, that was episode 46, if I'm, yeah, 46. So if you missed that, I encourage you to go back to episode 46 in the podcast archive, which you can find at craftsanity.com. Click on the podcast archive tab at the top of the page and check out my interview, the first interview with Susan. As I said, she's a great knit designer and she's in her 40s. She's a mother of four. She lives in Madison, Wisconsin. Susan was great because when I did this interview, we did it in person. I uh, had my children along, which is just goes against all the rules of journalism, really, to you don't lug your kids along to an interview. I didn't have a whole lot of choice because she was in town for a limited amount of time and my husband was in a meeting and, of course, I had not arranged for any kind of childcare at the last second like that, so I brought them along. Amelia slept through the interview. Abby, as you will hear, did not sleep through the interview. Susan was a great sport about this and she's, uh, as the mother of four, she's you know used to kids. Hopefully it won't be too distracting and I hope you'll enjoy this conversation that will kind of update you on how Susan's life has gone since Itty Bitty Hats and Itty Bitty Nursery. She is clearly now on the knitting map and I mean her book is great. If you haven't checked it out yet, Itty Bitty Nursery, you know, so there are tons of projects in here that you can completely rock the baby shower um, making any of these projects. There's also some projects in here that I plan to make. This is a mini podcast this week, but don't worry, next week I'm going to be back with a Usual extended version of the Craft Sanity podcast. So let's hear from Susan. All right, so I'm here at the Grand Rapids Public Library with Susan B. Anderson. Probably not where you expected that we would end up. No, um, but it's beautiful. It is. It's a really nice library. We're going to try and do a little update here. Um, Abby and Amelia are with us, so we'll see. Let me add, they're two of the cutest girls ever. Well, I guess people will believe you since it's not me saying No, they really are Abby, what what can I do for you? Two and three. Oh, you know what? I'll give you... Okay, we're going to go down to the kids' section in just a minute. Um, let me... Well, see, this is terrible. My children want cookies right now. This is terrible. Okay, you can have another piece and get it. <laughs> See, this is so ter- terrible, terrible parenting. I don't recommend. You know, I go through this weight loss thing, and then I'm showing you. 
Yeah, I like give my children cookies to get them silent. Every child needs a cookie. But you know what's funny? Every time, it's kind of like the theme. Because when you came into town, Abby was small. I brought her to your, your talk at Schumer I remember. Brooks, and I had to leave about four times. I felt like the rudest person in the world. I didn't mind I was, a bit. I was so determined to, to hear what you had to say. It was fun. So, I love it. I don't mind a bit. Yeah. No. Well, as a mother of four, I mean, you, you know what this is all about. Well, I'm very excited for you because um, not only was your first book so successful it's in its what third printing now itty bitty hat yes right yeah and that's really fantastic yes itty bitty nursery just came out in october october and Mm -hmm. um it's fabulous again so many projects 40 40 projects about 40 projects yes it's um like itty bitty hats you know baby knitting gone crazy i just tried to think of every project i could ever imagine under the sun and throw it in there. So. Well, and you did a great job at that. And I, one of the observations I had, I mean, there's tons of great projects in here for people. I mean, if you're going to knit for a shower coming up or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also what I like about it is there are plenty of projects in here that could actually be adapted for, for bigger people, especially oh, the clothesline. That is my favorite. I have to bring that up. And um, describe what that is for people. It's kind of... Oh, the clothesline, I just took a wire... Um, I hung, I made um, like six inch uh, sized clothing items and I also made a little parasol um, that hang down. So it's just like a great decoration for a kid's room or a baby's room. Um, It was funny last night, you talked about the age for the projects and I had a woman last night at a book signing um, tell me that her 15 year old daughter wants the peas and carrots pillows. Uh And I have the same thing at my house. My kids are a little older now, but they pick stuff out in here and they want it so it really it expands beyond just the two and three year old uh, range oh, so for sure yeah. and I think you would basically rack a baby shower if you show up with anything <laughs> made from here I mean seriously if you yeah. want to impress your in-laws or whatever right you can make some great stuff and a lot of the projects look like they're fairly um you know quick to do oh so you know, like the, these little yeah. slippers uh, made out of um is this like a mitered square or what is it it's a log cabin square. Log cabin. Yeah. yeah. And it's very, very, they're so cute. and Right. Well, I have a whole, you know, of course, for baby knitting, everything's going to be on a small scale. Right. So you can whip stuff up very, very quickly. You have the whole, the first part of the book, it's all squares and rectangles. Mm-hmm. It's for the beginner, but it's also, um, I made some, I think, pretty nice looking things that are so simple. Garter stitch squares, they may be twisted and turned or sewed, and, um, you know, I have a whole set like a hat sweater booty set and a stuffed bear and that has a lot of character um, I did some decorative stitching on the little sweater I made from the garter stitch squares and mm-hmm. it gives it much a lot of um, sophistication and, and a little shaping so well and one of the great things about this too is it shows people that if you're just getting into knitting that your projects don't have to look like you just got into knitting which is <laughs> you know exactly. I mean, you can do like a square shape and make it into something really quite fabulous and for the folks at home i'm really sorry about the background noise here she's got amelia sleeping in the stroller and abby's entertaining me anyway yeah yeah it's a miracle that amelia's sleeping through this but yeah but you know i did it's got a lot of the same kind of stuff i put you know take like a simple sweater and i try to make it a little more interesting and special but just adding a little something to it well yeah and we're looking at this flower cardigan um and hat set and it's really great because it's the sweater could be i mean it's a basic sweater design but what makes it so wonderful is this flower it's like 
wrapped around the buttons. I mean, so wonderful. Yeah, I did. Um, you know, I really I don't love making buttonholes. So if you look at the stuff I design, a lot of times I'll try to get around it. So this for the flower one, I use bobbles. I put four bobbles on. Then I used little eye cord uh, loops for the buttons, and um, it turned out pretty pretty cute. It flows nicely. Yeah, it does. And I think people at home probably love you for the fact that you're getting around the buttonholes. Because it is kind of a drag. Because you have to, know. you can just go back and forth and not worry, be concerned about counting stitches or whatever. You just Yes. It makes the knitting a lot more enjoyable. Because yeah. you're not uh, worried about placing and lining things up and Save your hands all that clean. good stuff. If your hands are clean, Susan, would you um, indulge us maybe and let her play with the yes. toys you made? These fabulous toys for your next next book is, I mean, reversible, a cat and mouse, and then a lion and an elephant. These are just serious things. Thank you. Yeah, I made um, a couple little reversible toys I got inspired by my daughter's, um, that little red riding hood where you yeah. flip it over and it's the grandma, and then you right. flip the cap up and it's the wolf. And um, we have one of those floating around our house, and I thought, oh my gosh, I could do... You know, a whole book on reversible toys. I started writing down all the things. You know, like a oh, just I mean, the sky's the limit. But I, I think it will more likely be just a chapter. Yeah, hopefully. Well, yeah. So I'm I'm in the very initial phases. I'm I'm hoping to get a toy book done for my next one. So well, and like I said, I mean that's going to have appeal beyond just mothers and people knitting for babies because yeah. the people are crazy about toys. Yeah, the yeah. toy craze is. It's really hot right now. I think we all just want to be kids again. I know. I love it. I, I knit toys. I just knit uh, Debbie Bliss Lamb. I knit the Lucinda Guy, Mousy Mousy. And I just keep them. I, I don't give them to my kids. I just put them, <laughs> I put them in my studio. And they, can, they come in and take them every once in a while. But they, I always put them back. That's I don't awesome. Know. I just love them. We, these are, we never outgrow toys, no. I don't think. I mean, I think no. this is really great for the stuff. Um, well, what is different? I mean... What has happened? I mean, now your life has changed, obviously, because now people recognize you, and you're, um, you know, you have your blog now. Yeah. And it's, it, how has your life changed since you've had this book out? Well, you know, my life at home hasn't changed at all. So you're still all. just mom to the, four, to the four people you take care it's of. It's the yeah. same old thing, which is fine, but... Um, What's changed, I guess, is right, that people, like, you know, when I started last year, after Itty Bitty Hats came out, I had never published one thing. I had never done any magazine work, which, you know, a lot of authors will have done a lot of design work and magazine work before and, and are kind of well-known. I didn't have a blog, so, um, you know, that all came after. And, uh, you know, it's been fun. I, I People have, um, you know, kind of sought me out more. I've been um, to some places all over the country where people have called and want you know asked for me to come and so that's that's new and different and um i love it and i've been having a good time so yeah that it's just been it's been fun i've been uh, the blog has enabled me to really um keep in contact with people i don't mind don't worry <laughs> i think folks at home might mind a little bit no this fine. is probably the most nerve-wracking thing i've done but we're trying to focus on you she's looking nervous right now people <laughs> Okay, so you were talking about how your, your life has changed yeah. in the sense that people are calling you and you're getting yeah. invitations to go across yes. the country. Um, is there been anything unexpected? I mean, because you would kind of expect that people would, you know, that would happen, but is there anything unexpected that happened? That oh, no, I think, you know, you're always hopeful for a warm reception and hope that people like your work. And right. so far, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. So, no, I, I wouldn't say, you know, there's been any huge surprise. I'm just trying to rack my brain. But 
You know, it's been fun to go places and, and hear about how people have knit, you know, like 30 hats out of the book. And, you know, I just, it's it's fun. It's always a good, happy subject to right. hear people talk about their kids and their grandkids. And last night in Holland, Michigan, I had a bunch of people bring pictures of babies wearing the hats they knit. I mean, I eat that stuff oh, up. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. They love, and they're so proud. Yeah. And they, you know, just... Oh, it's just fun. I yeah. mean, I, I'm glad I, I get to work on such a happy topic because there's nothing sad about knitting for a baby. Yeah, so yeah. It's, I mean, it's just it's, a good thing. Yeah, because well, everyone's excited. The parents are excited, and you know, and people just respond. I know when um, I show people the picture of Amelia, her, I made the, the birthday cake hat. Yeah. The birthday cake hat for Amelia, and people were just like, "That is the greatest thing ever." Did you make that up? I'm like, no. <laughs> Susan Anderson made that up, um, you know, but, um, yeah, it's a big, a big hit, and it's fun, you know, because you could put a regular hat on your kid and have it be nondescript, but yeah. one of the things I love about your work is there's always a bit of whimsy added to it, yeah. and it just really kind of makes you smile, so, and you have a cupcake hat in here. I do. I you always have to have some kind of hat that's, like, cake-related or cupcake-related. Yes, I have a problem. And <laughs> no, it's not a problem. I love it. cupcakes. Confessions of a you cupcake addict. <laughs> I, I do, and I and I did the um, tea set in here too, which also has the knitted yeah, crochet cupcakes. cupcakes. And those so. are big too. A lot of people are doing cupcakes. Yeah, cupcakes you know. are huge. You never know. You know what's going to be the big thing. Right. But um, right. Right. yeah, the um, cupcakes are, are are fun, and that cupcake hat is um, actually that one. I think is I keep hearing about it a lot. Now you're you're on the map. I mean, do you feel like kind of a rock star of knitting now? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. That was your chance to say, "Hell oh, yeah, I am." I'm, I'm oh no, 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 no! Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I just feel like I'm this mother from Madison, Wisconsin, and I get to knit. That's yeah. just how I feel. Yeah, and I'm and I'm happy that uh, you know some people are enjoying it. That's it's just fun for me. I, yeah. I really and truly love what I get to do. Yeah, so well, you can tell. Good, you can totally part. tell. And it's funny because I know someone when we were at um, the yarn shop here in Grand Rapids yesterday. Uh, since I'm kind of like the ambassador of Grand Rapids, like I'll, anyone who comes to Grand That's Rapids, right. I'm like, oh, hi, let's do lunch. Um, it's a good place to be. I'm, I was curious, I mean, it's interesting to me because people, I know at least one person that asked you like, well, what do you knit? Like when you're not knitting for yeah. books and stuff and kind of almost like, do you knit? Like kind of wondering if you actually knit yeah. when you're not doing stuff for books. And it sounds like you knit all the time. I like, knit all the time. Because you and really do just love to knit. I, it's been my passion since I was uh, 19 years old and I have never stopped. I always have multiple projects going, um, work projects, projects for me, projects for my kids. And uh, yeah, I truly love it. As soon as I finish something, I know last winter I finished knitting for the nursery book. Well, it was more like the early fall. And I went on a just a knitting just binge where I just knitted, I probably made four or five sweaters for myself. Wow. I knitted um, probably seven or eight hats for gifts. I made gloves. I did. I mean, it was just a crazy knitting frenzy, and you know, they were all just projects I had been kind of storing up that I'd wanted to do, kind of for me or my family. Right. And, right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like two or three months of just. I I think it was the most fun I've had. You know, just total make whatever I wanted to. I didn't have to write out the patterns. Right. Is that is that the part that's because I think that would probably be my least favorite part. And yeah. I know as I'm starting to like do this craft column and I yeah. make a project and then I'm like, oh, man. Now i got to go back and write down how to do this. And it's, it, 
because when you're creating something for yourself or your family, you just turn it out and get get it done. I know, you it, know. it is true. I well, part of it is too. Like, um, I was laughing. I just posted on my blog. I made this pair of socks, and it was kind of this lacy pattern, and I made so many mistakes in it, and I I loved it. I didn't care. It just <laughs> felt so good not to worry about right, it, and right, it was right. good enough for me. So I left them in. I didn't mind a bit, so right, I think it has to be perfect if you're going to ship it off oh, to be photographed yeah. and you know have everyone looking at it and right. photographing every inch of it, and then you're you know trying to write the pattern and so the pattern writing can become pretty tedious, um, but it's you know it's still all fun. But yeah, that that part of it can get pretty nitpicky and tedious. Yeah, these will be fully road tested. That's so when good. you go and see your editor on Friday, you can say they've been tried out by a <laughs> by a little three year old girl. That's perfect. Um, yeah, because they're darling. Well, so it sounds like you're going to knit every chance you get. When you're not knitting for recreation, like what else? Yeah. What other things do you do? Oh, I you know I read books. I I run. I like to you know stay fit, and I cook. I love to cook. Do stuff with my family and my kids and. You know, we go for walks, and I don't know, just busy, busy yeah. with life. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like though your your busy life kind of inspires your your work a lot. It just seems like you're practical about things, and just the fact that you have kids. I mean, clearly, I mean, we you know a mother made this book, right? You know, and a mother made the other book too, because I mean, it comes through your love of children and knitting. It's a wonderful blend, and I'm curious about your observations about what's going on in the knitting world right now. I mean, what what do you think is the next hot thing for knitters? Well, I think there are a few trends right now. I think the whole organic green uh, trend with um, fibers and trying to recycle and reuse and using, like the wool I just used for some new toys that I knit, um, the organic uh, wool and cotton blend. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a big trend. I think um, the toy knitting is huge mm -hmm. right now, and I think that will continue on. I think people are getting really creative, and the Japanese influence oh, of the toys is just yeah. huge. That's fun for me because that's one of my favorite things to, to work on. You know, there are a lot of new books out with knitting for men as the topic, mm -hmm. so I'm curious to see how those are going to do, if um, men are going to knit them for themselves or if women are going to pick them up and knit for men. It's That's always been kind of a fun topic to follow because... You know, there aren't a, a huge number. I mean, there are some patterns out there, but there aren't a huge number out there. So I'm yeah, curious. near the selection. No, yeah. absolutely not. So I'm, I'm curious to see, like, are, are people going to want to do that? Or is it just, you know, going to just add to the the choices, I guess, that we have? Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know. Those are a few, a few trends. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't know. There's always a lot going on. Well, I know, <laughs> it's always fun to keep up with. I think I asked you about this before, and I'm kind of like, I guess I'm into peer pressure here. I'm going to try to pressure you into doing a book for big people, like for adults. I mean, are you are you thinking about that? Because I love I love the stuff that you're doing, and I'm thinking, geez, it'd be so fun to have a cupcake hat for like big people, you know, <laughs> or some, you know, I mean, so I think I mean, have you ever thought about bringing the whimsy and just increasing the size of the patterns or oh, making yeah. some different things for? Do you have anything planned? Um, I don't have anything planned, but I, I do want to do that. That really is on my list of things to do. You know, hopefully I'll, I'll get to do that one day, but I, I swear everywhere I go, I get asked that. There, there has not been a single place I've been where someone hasn't asked me either how to size up or, um, you know, if I was going to do a whole collection of things for old, either older kids or yeah. adults. Well, I think older kids and then adults. I mean, I would be interested in. Basically, I'm interested in anything you produce because well, I love. You. I mean, I love the patterns and I, I love you. the fact that they're easy to follow and 
just so gratifying too when you actually get it done and it's so fun and yeah. you know if you knit something that really makes people smile it's really an added bonus yeah know? so it's not just a pair of socks it's you know i mean do you i noticed that on your blog you do do regular socks and stuff like other people <laughs> everything isn't like this very whimsical stuff but no but um no i'm actually i like really very simple things a lot of times too so i try to right you're not I try to even it out right no now. that would be so no. crazy though I'm more likely no. to wear a cupcake hat than you are, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Well, maybe. maybe. But I do try, I do try to, I like, I like to be more incognito. Right, right. Um, but, um, you know, I do try, like when I planned this book out, I and you mentioned this a little earlier, that um, just being a mother, I realized, like, especially with my first child, I had so much stuff I didn't need. You know, I just, you know, you get all the big diaper bags yeah. and the... You know, all that stuff, and, and you think about all this equipment and right. things. And then, you know, by the time I had my fourth child, I think I mentioned this in the book, I just was throwing a diaper and a, and a baggie of wipes in my purse and running out the door. I mean, you just... Right, and so you designed a great bag that will yeah. grow with, basically, when you're past the diaper stage. Right. You can still use it, whether you're going to, you know, go to the library, go, go um, you know, just pick up your kids at school or whatever yeah. you want to do. So that, and that's the thing that I think is really great about this book is it's not just babies you know yeah the longevity issue yeah because it's it's stuff that's going to grow and I mean if you make your kid a tea set chances are they're going to want to put that in their cedar chest and save it for their their kids I hope so yeah I mean so I think some family traditions can be started with this and I'm so so happy for you thank you I mean you're 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 there you're on the knitting star map you know which is really fantastic so is there anything else you want people to know no I I not really. You're a great host. I've had fun. You've made my whole trip here to Grand Rapids. Well, I've been trying. Speaking out of work. did no. a good thing. We had lunch. We, you know, it's been good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Susan, for that wonderful chat. And thanks to all of you listeners at home who were kind enough to continue listening and tolerate, you know, my uh, relaxed professionalism on this particular interview. I have a copy of Itty Bitty Nursery to give away to a Lucky Craft Sanity listener. So um, here's what we're going to do. I'd love for you to post on craftsanity.com under the write-up about Susan. I'd like you to post about the most whimsical thing you've ever made. It doesn't have to be something that you've knit, but it can be anything, really. I mean, you could have sewn something or crocheted or whatever, because I think one of the things that really sets... Susan's work, apart from a lot of other knitting books, is the fact that the designs are quite whimsical and fun, whether she's making a knitted tea set or um, a hat with, you know, some really interesting design, and just, I mean, kids look so cute in this stuff. If you haven't made anything that you consider particularly whimsical, tell us about something that you wish you could make. Like, you wish there was a pattern for blank. Fill in the blank and post it. And if you're like, you know, I haven't made anything whimsical and I don't have any ideas for anything whimsical, I still want you to be able to enter the contest. So post a comment. Feel free to just respond in general to the the interview and you'll get in the drawing. All you have to do is copy your post into an email and then send it to me, jennifer at craftsanity.com, and I'll put you into the drawing. I know that sometimes people have had trouble posting And as long as you email me with your information, please send me your snail mail address so I can easily get the book to you um, if you're selected the winner. And I don't have time to spam you or send you correspondence, so um, don't worry about that. So, good luck to everyone. I hope you all enter. 
I want to announce, it's taken so long, and I apologize, the winner of the Debbie Stoller book that was the subject of my last podcast. Okay, the winner is Kathy Merwin of New York. So congratulations to you. We'll have that book sent out to you shortly. I also want to extend a special thank you to Cindy in Lawrence, Kansas, Carmen in Glendale, California, and Angie in San Diego, California. Um, All three of these women have supported the podcast either by buying something from the Craft Sandy store or making a donation. And uh, special thanks also to all of you who've sent me emails thanking me for this show or commenting on something that I have produced a show about. I really appreciate that. And sometimes I'm not always able to keep up with all the emails, so I apologize if you haven't gotten a personal response. As usual, if you have any ideas, suggestions, you know, I write a craft column now. If you have an idea or you have a project that you think the world should know about, uh, most of my craft columns are about people in West Michigan. Um, I do have some exceptions to that. I did throw in a column about Debbie Stoller when she came to town. Certainly if you're coming to Grand Rapids on a book tour, or otherwise, and you're an artist or crafter, and you know you, ha- you do something that you think my readers in West Michigan would be interested in, please, by all means, uh, let me know. So I wish you all the best, and thanks again for another wonderful year. Don't forget to craft sanity, my friends. It certainly works for me. Thanks for listening to the Craft Sanity Podcast with Jennifer Ackerman Haywood. Visit CraftSanity.com for more information about today's guests and links to subscribing to the podcast. Want to support the show? Follow the link to vote for Craft Sandy on Podcast Alley once a month. You can also make a donation or buy goods at the Craft Sandy store. Have a suggestion for a future guest or have other feedback? Email Jennifer at CraftSandy.com. Thanks again for listening to Craft Sandy.